everyone. Welcome to episode two of Politox. I'm your host, Corey. And yesterday I touched a little bit on the coronavirus. Well, now I am going to, you know, touch on it even more. I'm going to very much, that's basically going to be what I am talking about today because, you know, there are a whole lot of things that need to be said. Um, about this virus, just to make sure everybody who is listening um, is staying safe. Um, so, I'll start with the president's thoughts on this virus. Um, because up until yesterday or a few days ago, he wasn't really that concerned, but now he has made it so he is... He is very concerned now. He has finally accepted that, you know, this isn't this this isn't something to be taken lightly. It's actually quite a serious issue that we need to stop. And so yesterday he had tweeted, I want all Americans to understand we are at war with an invisible enemy. But that enemy is no match for the spirit and resolve of the American people. Oh, excuse me. (laughs) Um, So I thought it was interesting that he is using wartime language, you know? He is talking as if we are at war with a people when really this isn't a people. This is a virus that we need actual doctors to handle. and. I find it a little bit ironic because just, like, around the time the virus um, was detected, maybe a little before, a little after, but around that time, he cut funding to the CDC. Um, And now, just yesterday, he tweeted, Today I spoke with American physicians and nurses to thank them for their tireless work. Doctors and nurses are at the front lines of this war, again with the war language, and our true American heroes. With their help, America will win. I'm I'm yelling for every time he does all caps because I think it's a little ridiculous that he does all caps for things, especially since he is of such high status, literally running the country, and he is speaking in all caps and tweeting more than daily um so i thought it was interesting that he was calling them heroes and that they're on the front lines of this quote-unquote war um even though it was he who cut their funding and is only just now bringing it back because we are in a time of crisis and everyone's panicking um when really this this should have been this should have been planned before um I've heard, I've had people say to me, well, we had no idea this virus was coming. But that's no good excuse to cut funding for the the Center for Disease Control, with, which literally saves lives. Like, yeah, it sucks having to pay taxpayer money for that, but it also stuck, sucks having all that personal expense just to, just to even get a hip replacement. Um... A non-invasive hip replacement in the U.S. costs $32,000. 
that's more than like the latest kind of models of cars. That is like huge amounts of money that can get you very bankrupt very quickly. Um, and so I think that it's fine if some amount of taxpayer money goes towards the CDC. We shouldn't cut funding to it. Um, I'm just glad that he finally brought it back. And then he also tweeted, yes, another tweet. I only signed the Defense Protection Act to combat the Chinese virus should we need to invoke it in a worst-case scenario in the future. Hopefully there will be no need, but we are all in this together. Um... So I thought it was interesting that he addressed it as the Chinese virus. Because it really doesn't matter where the virus came from, uh, as long as that country is the first to respond, which China was the first one to respond to that virus. Um, I, Quite frankly, I think that was a racist comment to make. Like, you don't have to say that it was a specifically Chinese virus because it could have started anywhere where people handle exotic animals. It could have started in in Belgium. It could have started in Italy. It could have started in Norway. It could have started in Bosnia and Herzegovina. Like, it could have started anywhere. It could have started in America. It doesn't matter where it started. And especially since he's using this wartime language, uh, he needs to be careful when he says when he says stuff like this, because he's he's starting to imply that we are in a war with China, and that that's that is not good at all. Like we don't want to get on our trade partners' bad side because that would be bad. Um. So, yeah, he has also decided he will call himself a wartime president and promising total victory. He went on a briefing um, and he said, I would like to begin by announcing some important developments in our war against the Chinese virus. In fact, he had called himself, in a sense, a wartime president. So he is dubbing himself a wartime president. Even though we're really not at war with anyone, we're just fighting a virus, which is what any self-respecting president would do. And boy, yes, Trump does respect himself, probably a lot more than he should, because his ego is simply bulging, like, never mind, I'm going to stop that right there and move on to some other news, such as, yesterday some footage was released, and some news footage was released, like, there were people on the beaches of Florida, even though it was explicitly stated that there should be no social gatherings of more than 10 people. And here we've got, like, hundreds of people on this beach. Um, because there, there, there are just so many beaches where everyone's just going up there and being like, oh, we don't care about this virus. One guy had 
I'm going to paraphrase here. He said that, um, how can you guess, how can you get the virus if there's no door handles to touch? Oh, Florida. Okay, so for those of you who don't know and need some help, uh, the, the COVID-19, you, you won't just get it from touching doorknobs. It's an airborne disease that can survive up to 24 hours. So if you are in the vicinity with anyone who has COVID-19 within 24 hours, and being an airborne disease that can travel with the wind, you can get coronavirus. It's not, it's not just, it doesn't just sit on doorknobs and die. It travels or else it wouldn't have spread this quickly. Um, so that's why people are practicing social distancing because you, you don't even want to breathe on other people, okay? You don't want to like go up to someone and be like, <laughs> Or even be in the vicinity with them. That's why a lot of people like me are under quarantine. Not not going anywhere. Not doing anything. Just being surrounded by walls. So that we don't get sick and then cause our loved ones to die. Yeah, I know it got very morbid, but <laughs> it's true. People whose immune systems have been compromised are at great risk. Not to mention the elderly. So, the Florida Senator Rick Scott had a strong, I am actually quoting CNN right now, uh, but CNN said, Florida Senator Rick Scott had a strong message Thursday for those packing the beaches in, in the state amid the coronavirus outbreak. Get off the beach, he said. Uh, unless you can figure out how to completely be isolated from anybody else. I mean, this is individuals who have to take responsibility and every, every level of government has to be very clear. Don't be on the beach unless you can somehow be completely by yourself. Uh, that's, um, and this is what the former governor, otherwise known as Florida Senator, um, Rick Scott said, like, get off the beaches, just avoid social contact of any time. And I know that I'm a kid and, like, I have no place to say anything because I'm a kid. And if you think that, you probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast right now. Um, but for those of you who really like this podcast and really like your grandma's cookies, then just please please i beg you practice social distancing and wash your hands don't wear masks unless you're sick stay away from parties like just take this seriously so yeah that's about about it um google has helped along with two along with the world health organization they have partnered up uh, and it's a public service announcement said do the five help stop coronavirus hands wash them often uh elbow cough into it 
Um, I can't really demonstrate how to properly cough into your elbow because no one can see me, but I'm covering my mouth with my elbow. <coughs> I also say that after you cough, you should totally wash your hands, which I will do after I'm done recording this podcast. Um, face. Don't touch it. Do not touch your face. I know, I know that it is so very hard not to touch your face. Um, like, if you got an itch, you, you, you just want to scratch it. Don't, don't. And if you absolutely must touch your face, wash your hands thoroughly before and wash your hands thoroughly after that being said remember to put on lotion especially if you have especially dry skin so that you don't cause your skin to crack feet stay more than three feet apart so like not regular you know human feet but like 12 inches and in case you're listening to this from not the america i will go on and see if i can So one foot is 30, about 30 and a half centimeters. So just stay 12 inches or 30 and a half centimeters from other people. Social distancing. And if you feel sick, stay at home. Please don't go out in public with your goop. No one wants to see or contract your goop. Um, and really, really, if you're feeling mildly sick and you absolutely cannot avoid being in public, and I am serious by absolutely not being able to avoid it, I'm talking you ran out of food kind of desperate. Please get yourself a surgical mask. And wear that so you can stop others from getting sick. But if you're not sick, don't wear a surgical mask. I'm talking to you, Karen. Because you really don't want to do that. you got to reserve those for people who actually need that. Like doctors and dentists and, I don't know, sick people. So that is a very important thing. I know I just spent the entire 15 minutes talking about nothing but coronavirus, even though this is a politics podcast, but I, I'm serious. I, I don't want any of my lovely listeners to get themselves hurt. So I, that's, I've just spent this thing mildly political and that's all the time I have. So bye.